we're soccer across in it. What up, Lady Ballas? What up? Can I have some enthusiasm? <laughs> What's what up? up? <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> you guys, don't I look like the little kid in the in the um that Pixar you look like movie? A doll. <laughs> No, what's that? Oh. <laughs> you do look like a Brad Stall. Timmy Turner? The, the Minion movie. Despicable Me. Oh, Do yeah. I look like the little kid? Yeah, Casey Cox always looked like her, too. She looks like the baby one, but I feel like I'm the middle one. <laughs> you're the middle? Oh, my God. Yes, you're right. <laughs> so we have um, our good friend Rachel Brennan's on the show today. Um, we met Rachel years ago, and she was playing at Sky Blue, and she's always been rocking her SGP shirts on social. Um, and... She played at Villanova, then went to Rutgers, played in Sky Blue, and now um, I'm excited to hear more about what she's doing. I know she's a sports psych mentor, um, and she trains a lot of the players in Jersey, a lot of them on Sky Blue, so it'll be cool to hear about that. So enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Oh, sorry. No, it's <laughs> fine. I was like, maybe she thinks today's Monday because it's, it's such a confusing week. <laughs> It, it, I mean, it's a confusing year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> true. I'm gonna use that excuse for a long time. Yeah, I don't. I genuinely that that's totally fair because like a lot of days I just don't know what day it is. Yeah, <laughs> never. Like, oh, happy Friday! They're like, it's. <laughs> <laughs> yep, been there. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. You know, um, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> as good as we all can be right now. Right, like it's just bizarre but um yeah you know you know me I'm uh well you don't but you do but <laughs> I'm just pretty positive so mm -hmm. I know. feel like you I feel like that comes across in like all yes. your social you're definitely yes. a very positive person yeah I just don't know how to be anything else and I know sometimes that's great it's annoying like my friends are like yeah okay <laughs> there's silver lining and I'm like all right but there's like two options Either <laughs> so miserable or like be like oh cool there's a store but like that's all right like you know? yeah I like it's it. It's such a good mentality. Where where are you right now? I'm in Jersey. Um, right in the Alpin area. I moved to okay. Paris. Me too. Roommates. Yeah. Mom, shut up. <laughs> Jersey never looks so good. <laughs> I'm like, oh my oh. god. Shut All right, up. well, well, do they help cook you dinner sometimes? Because, like, I kind of miss my mom, like... No, like, I have chores. <laughs> they they do cool. My mom's, like, super, like, sensitive about COVID, so literally when I come inside the house, it's, like, no joke. I have to, like, zip up all my clothes. Yep. She's, She's like, like, where were you? Yeah. She's like, take, take this shot, kill the toxins. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how long I can really do this. You're like, Mom, should I just wear, like, one of those bubbles? Because you were Absolutely. on Sky Blue with Goody. Yep. Like rocking the OG soccer pop stuff. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yep, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I love your guys' stuff. I love what you guys do. It's just so great. You know, like, I'm sure you hear that a lot, but it's genuinely a fan. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we really thank appreciate you. it. I know. We got to collab more because I feel like you're hilarious on, like, social. So. Well, good. As long as I. Some more stuff. I'm glad Class Clown 2008 is really still. <laughs> <laughs> 
the dancing with the clones of yourself is like yeah. that's a set series needs to never die yeah that was so great i loved that video you're so good with with making content thanks i i don't know what to do about it but I, I, <laughs> doing it like but I, I actually really do enjoy that like i do run a couple social media accounts and i do my own videography and photography um, so it's been fun, you know, I've done like a lot of shoots with people and I, you know, I, I mean, I'm a psychic English major. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. I feel like if you just, if <laughs> you're open to things spontaneous, you know, mm. things can happen. Did you always like that? Or was, is this like a new passion that you've, you've come to have? I've always liked photography and videography. I, if I was, if it wasn't for playing like soccer, it would have been that I would do my dream job was to um, pick scenes in a, in a movie and then find the music and have it like you know be this thing or do like commercials oh. like a little Gatorade commercial Nike commercial because I think like we who doesn't like music everyone likes music things that are aesthetically pleasing and you can create so much like a tenfold message you know like mm-hmm. what you're trying to do you're here you're hyped to go work out or you're like I really want to buy that brand or like that message and you remember it like it'll resonate with you so that's something that i've always been like oh that's so cool so i've tried to like mimic that in my own little platform and you know and see what happens with it but um yeah you know i, I think i've always had like a weird eye and i or i'm just like creative because i'm you know weird and fun and stuff so <laughs> i'm like oh let's try this or like let's do this or like let's you know like whip with a shot or um so that's been really cool i love that so much you actually just reminded me of the movie the holiday Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, like Jack Black. Jack basically, Black. he makes the music for the mm-hmm. scenes, and you tend to forget how important that is. Like, if you have a song that doesn't make sense to the scene, oh like, yeah, it just it could make it or break it. So I think that's so cool. I've never heard anyone say that. Yeah, I, I I've always liked that. Like, if if you have a song, great. If you have, you know a little film or something, great. You combine two, it's like you feel something. You know, mm-hmm. it like moves you, and then. You can say, oh, like, it's all about sharing, right? That's kind of what social media is all about, you know? Obviously, it can get, you know, a little crazy, (laughs) as we're seeing in the world. But you can also, like, like, pass off these things and say, oh, you'd love this. Or, like, oh, you're going through something? Read this or watch this or feel this. Like, it's just a way of resonating and connecting with people. Mm -hmm. And I'm such a, like, connector. I like to, like, I feel like we're all just trying to walk each other home. So it's just, (laughs) you know, we're just trying to figure it out and help each other and like that's why books are great you know mm-hmm. music watching shows movies stuff like that because you can hit it like external can hit you internal and it's and vice versa you know i love that you're gonna end up totally. doing something with that for sure i know like you should coach this stuff i feel like you're mm-hmm. coaching me oh i well i i'm coaching myself i don't even know what's going on <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> clearly i'm like okay i'm late oh my wi-fi <laughs> No one said it's going to be easy, but even, <laughs> you know, you could be good at it still. No, that's true. Um, but yeah, that, and the, and the TikToks will come back. It's just so cold. Like, I just can't stand so it. I know. Out, it's freezing out. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty miserable time of the year. How so, far are you from, like, Asbury Park? Oh, um, really close. That's um, where my brother lives. He surfs every day. He's nuts. Oh, yeah. Like, every day of the year. I I'm see like, out there, and they're like, just be so committed. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. I, like, try to take, like, a little, uh, like, picture, and I'm like, yep, that's it. That's yeah. It. No, I'm good. My, 
You don't contest. even get out of the car. You just put yeah. the window down and you're like, <laughs> like that was kind of went to the beach. <laughs> I have about like uh, 25 minutes. Oh, you're close. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you ever need a surf lesson, he's there. All right, I'll hit him up. And there I'll you be go. Like, hey, also, do you have any warmers? <laughs> <laughs> also, can we do this somewhere else? <laughs> In the summer. Yeah. <laughs> So let's um let's backtrack. I want to hear like all about your like soccer journey. Like, can you tell us just a little bit about like how you your recruiting process, like deciding where to go? Because we always have girls reaching out, like asking questions about all of that. So I'd love to hear your story on that. Cool. Um, so my story is weird. I think I, I'm well. I'm not an anomaly, and I think that's the number one thing is just when you tell kids or aspiring athletes is that there's so many people that have your story or will have your story or whatever. So you can always like resonate with people. I, I'm I'm an only child, clearly with all this energy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an only child and my parents, they both went to college. My dad played at Syracuse, but that was also in, I think, what was it? Maybe 78, (laughs) 80 something. I don't know. (laughs) But around those times. And as you know, like every decade it's different. So when I was getting recruited and stuff, we had no idea, you know, like I, and back then, like, I feel really bad for a lot of the kids, you know, now because there's so much resource, (laughs) but no one knows what to do with it, you know? And it's like, oh, if you don't want to join this academy team, uh, it's okay. You can stay in the club. It's like, no, you can't stay in the club. You got to join this specific academy team or it's not working. So everyone's just bouncing around and they have no direction, which uh, is something that I think I want to try to help people out in because, you know, it's just a mess. It's a mess. Um, when I was younger, you know, it was just, we had ODP, yay, you know, it was that. And then you were either in your club team or there was, you know, a few academy teams. I stayed with my Manalpa team. My dad was my coach and we just had a really good connection. Like, I think that's the number one thing, like when you're picking your, your club and stuff is that you have to connect, right? Cause then you can learn true teamwork um and then you have to have a good coach like my dad was my coach but he was great you know and um I had a, I had ODP like I was on the regional state and national and it was just a constant exposure I did high school um and then we would work on those showcase tournaments but we all had the mindset that we were going to play D1 so that was really cool because I, I like I coach academy now there's like kids that are on academy and I'm like hey this is we're training you for this and they're like oh I, I'm not going to play D1. I'm not going to play in college. I'm like, so what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> what are we, why would we use like three grand and, and do yeah. all the rigorous training of, you know? So the mindset's off, I think, now. Um, but fast forward. So. Wait, I have one question. Sorry. Do you think it's because they think they can't do it? Or do you think it's because they just don't have that goal? Both. I think okay. both. I think the drive for the young ones now is just like. Like, like, I I don't, I don't think they, one, I don't think they watch enough soccer. So there's Mm -hmm. no one that's like, oh, like, they don't find anything tangible because they're not even, they don't even know what's tangible. Mm -hmm. Um, And two, I think because of all the resources, they feel like it's going to be like microwaved. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, I joined the academy team. Therefore, I should just, you know, be at a D1 school. And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, that doesn't, (laughs) yeah different and there's like a lot more hard work that comes after that mm-hmm. um but then I also think that then you have the other spectrum of kids that 
they they don't even think it's possible. So then you know it's like you have the really humble and then the like completely delusional. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. and no in between. Yeah, it's like can we just all have a meeting <laughs> right here? Yeah. Um. But so. Yeah, so I got a lot of offers and stuff, and uh, I just generally didn't know what to do. And I didn't really understand that, you know, there's different, like, the SEC versus the Big East versus, you know, the Big Ten and Mm -hmm. the ACC. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I would just look at schools, and I'm an academic person. Um, So I was like, all right, I want to go to a school where I'll get good education because at the end of the day, we're all going to stop playing. And I always knew that as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also wanted to still be in a competitive you know, area, still whatever. So my, my, because I'm an academic, my parents were like, oh, you should look at Ivy League schools. So I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I'll look at Ivy League schools. But also it was like, you know, it's a different kind of like level too. So I just wasn't sure. And then I said, you know, let me go look outside. Like, let me look at West Coast. You know, I was looking at Stanford and UCLA. And then I said, like, that's so far. And I wanted my parents to still be with me and I know that they would try to see every game so for me it was like I wanted to kind of give back to my parents and have them with me on that journey where they can because I wouldn't have been able to do any of it if it wasn't for them you know like paying for you know Disney showcase tournaments Mm -hmm. like just everything and even like paying for OEP like when I was playing in you know Europe at a young age like that's all them I didn't pay for that Mm -hmm. so for Mm -hmm. me it's like let me get this whole ride back for you and, you know, you can come to my games, we're going to get a whole thing. I think that was a, a good idea, but then I also pigeonholed myself. So then I was like, mm-hmm. okay, tri-state. And essentially, I'm like, I wish I did it all differently. Um, so then I picked Villanova. At that time, there was like Ann Clifton, and they were, I think, top 10. But then she then got, she had to resign. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had these other two coaches and that was a different philosophy and then there was a lot of scandal and then I said all right let me give it two years and then I said I just I can't stay here so then I went to Rutgers and then I finished off at Rutgers and I didn't take my uh fifth year um and then there was no league at that time so I was gonna go play overseas and then the league you know was like oh surprise you know (laughs) we're back (laughs) it was like like I was like cool so there's not really a draft and there's like (laughs) <laughs> and like, my year, like, I graduated already, and I was already, like, already to go to, like, Finland, and I was, like, not excited about that, so I um, was, like, yeah, okay, I'll try out, tried out for the Flash, tried out for uh, Sky Blue, and then made it, and then I said, you know, why don't I do this, because I, I knew Jim from when there was that dry time, where it was just mm-hmm. the W League, and, um, and then the rest is history, and now I'm retired, and I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> So but, how, but I do think though like when you said that you wanted to be close to your family like I do I, I feel like that was something that I was like oh I don't care they'll be at whatever games they can can and then I was like it was really nice having like the ability for like your family to go to your games it's not the only sole reason though right, right. but it is nice it's a perk <laughs> yeah it is a perk it is yeah also, did you Ooh, sorry, sorry I just I just wanted to do a head nod to all the parents out there who have yeah. seriously paid for every single thing for all of us and like took so many hundreds of thousands of miles on their car yeah. and like gave up their weekends and after work for us. Dude. So it's a full time job, like is. being a soccer parent. It's crazy. Like, I, and 
it's not like I guess I just I was aware of it, but like now that we're older, we're like very aware of it. Like oh yeah, yeah to you know Florida and then hotel and then oh let's all go out to eat as a team. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like that's just a a good five k. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and all of no one ever goes on vacation. It's like yeah, that is your vacation. Yeah. yeah. Your tournament was, is the vacation. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's it. We're yeah, we're gonna yeah. go, we're gonna go to Jeff Cup. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Sorry to cut you off, but like I had to just say. No, it's true, and that's what I always tell my kids. Um, you know, the, the ones that I coach, I'm like, you better say thanks to mom and dad, like because mm-hmm. you have no idea, like. My mom had to do overtime. Like, they're both attorneys, but that doesn't mean that they didn't work their butts off to, like, you know, and and who knows if that, like, now, if there's, like, debt now or stuff. Like, there's just so mm-hmm. much like, chess that you have to play. Yep. And I just thought, like, that was just so important to, like, kind of give back, even though yeah. it wasn't, you know, it's like, do whatever you want kind of mm-hmm. thing. But, yeah. you know, it's You're like, a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> How did you like Rutgers? It was good. Like my my mom went to Rutgers too, so she was. I think that was also part of my like I didn't want to go at, to start because mm-hmm. like she was just like, Daddy and I got married here at Kirkpatrick. I'm like, Oh my god, if I have to hear this story <laughs> one time about Kirkpatrick. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm kind of envious now because the campus is like cleaned up like mm-hmm. crazy like Livingston campus we used to, that's where we used to do our trainings and all that stuff I mean it was it was you know wasn't the best looking aesthetically and you know but now it's like they have a movie theater they have Chipotle <laughs> like, yeah like that that's not fair that's, yeah that's not fair like yeah. <laughs> the way that it looks now yeah. I'm like wow like I would have hung out a lot more it just seemed very like business and I think mm-hmm. also what a lot of kids or, or people don't harp on is that it's you're an athlete student not a student athlete mm-hmm. and I think um I think I also wasn't aware of that you know I started yeah. off as a biochem major and I was like that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that I'm like I'm like at Louisville like trying to like juggle like chem and bio and then I also wanted to enjoy after the games and I also was like a social butterfly and I wanted to do stuff I'm like all right that was like my first realization like you're good at time management but you're also not like you have to let some things go and figure mm-hmm. something out yeah um but I think you know I think if I were to do it all over again I would do it all over again which is really trite to say but mm-hmm. like I'm here and I'm yeah. happy with where I am and the relationships that I've made like I'm still really close with all my Villanova friends I'm still close to my uh, Rutgers friends um, two of my best friends are, you know, we room together at Rutgers. I think at the end of the day, great, you had your experience playing whatever. There was, there, I mean, we're girls. There's always going to be drama, <laughs> you know. And everyone wants playing time. Everyone wants certain things. But like, what you take out of it is experience. And like mm-hmm. for me, adversity, like that's always great. And mm-hmm. relationship. And then you get to do that with those people. You know, like I wouldn't trade that if. If I were to remain where I am now, I would I would then maybe be like, you know what, I probably would have branched out a little bit more, and I probably would have tried to go to, like, like Duke or UVA or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, like, two really good schools, I ended up playing pro, and now I'm just whatever this is. It's <laughs> 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 part of life. <laughs> but, you know, I, again, positive, positive. Mm-hmm. So how did how did college change you 
as a player or just person in general? And then how did playing in the pros change you as a player and or person in general? Um, good question. Um, college, I think, I, what, what's a good one? Again, I, I think it's just time management. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just, yeah, I think I, I did a better job being busy and it's actually funny cause I'm still the same now. Like when it's like dead, I'm like late and it's like, hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. You know that is me to a T. <laughs> But like if I have a schedule that's like boom 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 boom, I'm like yeah, I'm like early here, I'm buzzing. Yeah. yeah. I think that college environment did help me because you know you were leaving practice and like you have that block squad, and then you're jumping to lab or you gotta go here, you got special yeah. and stuff like that. So that was a good adjustment. Um, that was good for my routine, and I re- realized that I needed that routine. The biggest thing that I got out of playing in college was um, you have to adapt to what your coach wants. So you could be recruited for whatever. Like I was recruited as a striker, and then I ended up playing outside back. And for me, it was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no, 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 no. Like, oh, we want that with the pace, and I'm like, as a striker, we don't really want to do that. So. <laughs> but you kind of have to suck it up, and if you don't, then it's like, all right, if you don't want to do that job. We have a whole bunch of people that want to do that job. So exactly, kind yeah, of like, it it, it really becomes a job. That's yeah. really what it is. With the boss, yeah. Yeah. Like, and but you're like, and like you're not getting paid, but you're on scholarships, so mm-hmm. you are, so it's bizarre. So it's like they do own you, but they don't. So it's like, <laughs> they but don't. they don't. But they, they don't. do. <laughs> so convoluted, and you're like, I really just don't know what's happening. But now I know that I have to conform. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So conformity is like something that I've never really been great at because you know I am a free spirit and I, I'm not disrespectful but I also like I'm I like to do creative I'm I'm creative so I might see something differently and my coach just wants this mm-hmm. just adjusting to like we want this like we just want two touch it's like okay yeah, <laughs> like, I can like do being, being coachable is so important like mm-hmm. right there there's so many people like you and like everyone's different um but it's so important to hear for young players. Like you have to go and, and be able to listen to what other people have to say about mm-hmm. your performance and take yeah. it in. Like how you deal with it behind closed doors is, <laughs> is up to you. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like remembering that like it's for the team and if you want to play, right. like it's, it's right. best to do this. And you know, you know, yeah. it just, and it's it, not, it I mean, it's, it's not about you. And that's something that I, again, I also mm-hmm. struggled with when you're playing pro because it's like, all right, you, you're a team, and you can't be anything without being a team, so you have to be on the same page, but then, you know, again, we're girls, and it's like, well, I'm doing better than so-and-so, and coach is saying this, and there's mm-hmm. like a double, you know, it's a double standard, and it's like all that stuff, so it's to maintain the narrative of, like, what your goal is, what your purpose is, and what you're trying to accomplish. Like, if, if you're on the bench, and that's your role right now, that's still an incredible position, because you have to lead by example, and you know, it, it's all about attitude. Like, if you're on, like, how many times have we been on, all been on a team, and then we see, like, Sophie over there, like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, those are, like, it's not going to motivate you, and it's also not doing you a service, and you're mm-hmm. not getting better. No one's getting better from that. Clear, mm-hmm. But it's okay to feel that way, but it's exactly what you said. Like, if you are going to, if you have to be coachable, you have to adapt, and you have to figure it out on your own, but you can't project, because. Yeah. 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 It's. There is nothing worse. There's nothing worse than 
seeing someone do that, like make faces or just like feel so bad for themselves because it's just like, you know, we're, we're all struggling. We all have to deal with that. And honestly, I like the body language is key. So like, especially I love what you said about, um, just like the bench, if you're a bench player and that's the role that you're playing currently, like ace it, like be the loudest person on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Be like the most supportive player. Yeah. I mean, and we learn that either way, and in, in, in like in relationships, in in a job, you know, yeah. on and off the field as a coach, like you have to be, you have to take constructive criticism. You have to learn. Like there was a lot of things that I didn't like that happened to me as a player, but now I use that as to be a better coach. Like mm-hmm. I have a lot of parents that are telling me, you know, hey, you gotta scream, my girl. You gotta like, come on, you gotta like, rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. No one really likes that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Where did you read that? Yeah, this is a specific person, and I might say borderline sociopath. Like, yeah, yeah, scream at me. Like, we're on the field. Like, we're like, all right, got it. Like, yeah. you know, like the tone is huge. So, I try to take all these lessons and try to use it to better other people, and then also adapt and understand. Like, the one thing that we did do at Nova that I thought was interesting. We didn't use it, but it was interesting. Um, was that uh, we did a disc test, and it's a psychology—it's a psychology test. And you get, you know, you take I'm most likely to do this and least likely to do this. I'm sure one of us have may have taken it, or an enneagram. It's kind of like the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um, you'll get a D, an I, an S, and a C. And the main thing of doing it is to understand how you would respond. So if you understand how that person responds, then you can get a better output on that athlete. So interesting. So interesting. And I was like, that's so cool. We never did it. And I'm like, that's cool. That's good because you're screaming at me. And I I now respond well to scream. Yes. This was this was me in college. This was me in college. When our coach Jim would scream at me, I'm like, I'm not getting it. Like, can you hold my hand and tell me in a calmer way? But then, though, and, but then they were reacts differently. Yeah, I was gonna say because then there were other players that like, you know, like Jasmine and Spencer. Spencer needed to be yeah. literally mm-hmm. screamed at, and then something would click. Like that was her, mm-hmm. that was her way of of tra- getting the message translated to her. But everyone is so different, and that's yeah. like, oh god, from a coaching and playing, every team should do that. The personality mm-hmm. trait, full right. psychological yeah. evaluation. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean that like it doesn't. It's not like catering. It's just getting the best result. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And if you want a successful relationship anywhere in the workplace, a a personal relationship, if the person you're talking to doesn't respond well to a certain type of communication, yeah, you you should probably address that if you want to be heard and understood. Yeah, that is so true. And it's almost like I wish that coaches could have this information in front of them in a per, in a one-on-one meeting and they just yeah. look down the list they're like all right she doesn't take well to mm-hmm. yeah right you know you're like, point across but like yeah just again tone and and just it, for me in, in, in most things that i do it's like what's the end result that's something that my mom has always taught me and i and uh it's been interesting because a lot of times i'm like yeah if it were up to me like I would like like something like we have those like irrational moments or thoughts and stuff. It's like cool, but what is that gonna get you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can't get anything out of that. So it's like, all right. So what am I trying to get? What what, what, are, we, what are we trying to do as a team? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're trying to win. We're trying to win. You know, the tournament. We're trying to get into you know final four or whatever. That, 
ask everyone in colleges today, how do we do that? You know, I don't think that means that you have to have different relationships with other people, but it's an understanding because then you help me help you help me. That's another good point. Like you don't have to be best friends with everyone on your team. You know, I feel like sometimes people, teams think that they're like, I have to, you know, love every single single person. But like, there's some people who are just going to butt heads, but if they respect each other and communicate with each other in a certain way, like Mm -hmm. that's so key on a team instead of, you know, having that, um, you know, miscommunication there. Cause it, it affects the whole team, especially when you're on the field together. Oh yeah. Well, and then we all know, like, we'll, we'll be catty as anything. We'll be like, like whatever and yes. then we're all focused on did you see that pass that she did and it's yeah. like okay but then you're out of the game too so now you got two people out of the game <laughs> you're only as strong as your weakest link yep. and then you're being the weak link or like you know what I mean so it's like let's get on the same page the one thing that I really liked about um the last dance was did you guys all see it of course yeah. uh yes yes so <laughs> so it, yeah come on <laughs> I, I I forgot what it was that called. was quarantine right no, no I was <laughs> Like, was that is that in quarantine? Yeah, I feel like yeah, that was quarantine. Yeah. It was like every Sunday. That's all we had. Yeah. We're all yeah, we're all like tearing up on the couch. That in that in Tiger King. Anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tiger King right now. <laughs> um. Uh. In the last dance, they were talking about uh, Dennis Rodman, and they understood Dennis. They knew, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. had to let Dennis be Dennis because when he was on the court, he was able to to deliver. I mean, he was still one of the best defenders and like rebounders and like they use that to their their asset and that was you know kudos to to the coach to recognize that you didn't try to put a lion in a cage you just let the lion yeah. wild but you know obviously tiger you can bring him back a little bit but, you know <laughs> yeah full circle we're comedians you <laughs> learned this from tiger king not the last dance got it right exactly <laughs> <laughs> no that's true though I feel, was, I feel like you're always going to have that person, like the Dennis Rodman, the James Harden now. Like, there's always those people that you just have to respect that they're going to have a different, you know, a different approach and a, their strengths are going to be different and they're going to have certain weaknesses and you have to just, like, understand that. You can't make everyone conform in that one type of player. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, and again, it's just to help. You can always learn something from other people. Um, and then it's also just to help out the team because, again – it's not about you anymore. Like mm-hmm. you've, you've made it. That's your that's your podium. That's where you're at. Whether mm-hmm. you're at if your goal is D one, D two, D three, professional, semi pro, whatever, national team. Like now it's about can we be a team? You know, why, how can we be successful as a team? And then you do your part. That's that's where the me comes in, but it has mm-hmm. to be through, you know, gratitude and humility and hard work. You know what I mean? I love that. Yeah, it's great. Can you tell us about like I, I you were a psych major and I see online that you do sports psych mentorship. Like, is that something that you think could help more professionals and just more college players? I feel like everything you're talking about, like you're so knowledgeable on like the psych aspect of it. Yeah. I think it's like, it's, um, under, underdeveloped, underrated and overly needed. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and something that I would, I was thinking about doing, I still don't know my friends, but they're, if, people end up watching they'll be like oh here we go again she's talking about sports psych I really want to do it um because I really think you know it's helped me out just like books that we read right it's a mindset and also understanding certain things like there's this one book that I always talk about it's called mind gym and they talk about like one chapter it's just if you're up to bat 
and this is what the guy said about it. I would use a soccer analogy, but this is what he said. He's like, mm-hmm. if you're up to bat, you're, you're about to hit, and you're, and you're saying, don't miss, don't miss, don't miss, don't miss, you end up missing because you're focusing on the action, and the action is missing. So how many times in a game do we say, like, don't screw up, don't screw up, or, or like, don't miss, Possibly. don't miss, like, you have a PK, you got to mm-hmm. catch pass, like, or you're thinking about what your coach is saying, and you're like, oh, like this you're out of the game because you're focused on the on the negative aspect. You're mm-hmm. focused on the, ne- on the negativity. And psychologically, it's proven that it takes, I think, 19 times for something good to happen to outdo that one po- uh, positive, to outdo that one negative. Mm-hmm. So if you think about all the negative things that you're, like, thinking about, you even if you connect that next pass, think I still think about practices from 2013. I'm like, yeah, one went out of bounds. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, why are we thinking about that? Why are you thinking about that? But that's how we're kind of wired. And I think also with athletes, we are so hard on ourselves, so hard. Um, And I think a lot of people, we, athletes that we just don't know how to monitor it, you know, like, Mm. it's just understanding certain things. Like, do you have rituals before games? Um, Do you have, you know, uh, uh, do you get too hyped? Because that could be a thing too. It's like oh, I gotta get so ready, and then you go, and then you don't perform, or you mm-hmm. get too low, and then you can't really get there. So it's just like kind of understanding your own psyche, uh, because you have to kind of be your own coach well, too. Yeah, because you know? I feel like you're overcompensating in those situations, or like yeah. t- trying to convince yourself that you're excited and ready to play, but like you actually don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, probably like, what you, know, you, got, you got it. You got it. You're like, but yeah. well, you you already know your subconscious is already like it's a powerful thing. Like the mind yeah. is super powerful. Um, to believe anything, you know, like that's where anxiety comes from, right? You're like, oh yeah, I'm okay, I'm alright, and it's like, but I'm not breathing, and my heart is yeah. racing, like, oh, no. and it's like now, now I'm dizzy, but like you're doing it to yourself yeah. just with a thought, you yeah. know. That it's is the same crazy. thing when you play. And I think of a lot of athletes if they start to understand this when they're younger too, then it'll help them. Like I went from a difference for when I was younger. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, I wish I was like that, that kid. I was so carefree. Like, da, 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 you know? And then my first uh, preseason with Sky Blue, I just started looking at everyone on the roster and everyone in the league, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know. Yeah. And then I was like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you you played with these people before. So yeah. what? now you're just putting this title or this thing, and then, and then for me it was like a rocky start. I was like, oh, I don't know, and like, the ball was like rolling through my foot, like things I've never done. And I'm like, yeah. this is like Space Jam right now. I'm like, yeah. I'm the ball and I don't know what to do with it. It's you know? so yeah. wild what happens when the comparison game starts, especially in sports. It's like, oh, why aren't we focused on other people? Like, focus, you have to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't do enough of that in college at all, but like, you have to work on yourself. And like, I feel like looking at the roster, you're already creating this whole story oh, in your head about how bad you're going to play because these people are so good. It's like, right. it's really and wild like, what we and tell like, ourselves. Like, it's like also, it's not an, you're, you're not an anomaly. Like we're, you're all amongst each other because of this. Like yeah. you were selected and now it's, you're just working yeah. together. You also played against a lot of the people. Like I'm sure we've all played against each other at some point or something and we have no idea. And it's like, yeah. yeah. But once you start to put a title or you see like a little check mark or, or, you know, you like, you just, your mind just does other stuff. And if you don't know how to control that from the beginning, it's really tough because that's still, par- like, that is parallel to, like, when it's the 89th minute and you got to do a PK. Like, you're like, uh, 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 you know, and then 
hit or miss, but based off of how you feel about yourself. So, mm-hmm. and, and you're right about the comparison thing, and that's something that we all struggle with and something that I have also, too, like, at, at some weak moments of my life, I've been like, oh, well, this and this, and it's made me negative or it's made me judge myself or doubt myself or be extra hard on myself when I actually needed to love myself a little bit more mm-hmm. and then also tell myself, hey, it's just you versus you. Like, we're all bred differently. I'm not a, I, like, a six-minute mile sucks. <laughs> I'm not, that's not my forte. If you told me to do, like, 120s and with the, uh, even a ratio or do the beef test because I, I like to cut, different, you know, but, like, that might not be your forte. So for me to compare someone that's, like, you know, we're talking about body types, like an ectomorph or a mesomorph, that's not even in my nature. Why am I comparing myself to that? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. But it's funny do. how, yeah, I'm, Sorry, I just want to pull out that one coaching point. I think that's important for um, the lady ballers listening, but, like, the moments that you are negative and, and don't like yourself is the moment that you need to love yourself more. Yeah, so I really like that. It's unbelievable. It's so <laughs> profound, and I think everyone needs to listen to that because it's true. Like, you messed up, and now you're going to kick yourself for a week about yeah. it. Like, that's not yeah. serving the anyone. You versus but you also, is so no true. one cares as much as you do. It's like, he'll be like, what are you talking about? And yeah, yeah. like, I don't remember. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> Yeah, it's wild. You know? <laughs> and, like, when you were saying, like, you remember practice from 2013, like, a mistake you made, do you think anyone on your team or your coach <laughs> is remembering that? They're you not know? anything. Like, yep. unless they're, like, a joke or, like, oh, remember that one time? Or remember how she yeah. got at 4v4s? Yeah. And that was it. It wasn't, like, yeah, and she was wearing a pink coat, like, <laughs> and, yep. like, I remember because you said, that, and it's, like, why yeah. Like, yeah. but it, you remember it because that's yeah. like again, it's like, am I delving into my insecurity of like that I needed to be perfect? But soccer's not a perfect game, and we're not also perfect people. Like mm-hmm. we can strive to be. That's a cute thing, but like, if we were perfect, we would be. We wouldn't be here. We'd be yeah. up there. So you know, yeah. we're not believing. We'd be a higher power. We're not. You know, we're yeah. not. <laughs> True. So, what is your idea for, like, kind of? the psychological aspect of sports and working with it? is it just a, an educational standpoint of making people more aware is it you know methods on how to work with it and become more positive what do you what do you think needs to happen um i really do think that you know even like in like organizations and i understand like again it's all about revenue and marketing and you know what you can and can't you know handles you know especially now if like if i had my phd you know, it'd be really tough to be like, hey, can you just like, you know, for the children, can you do this? Like, you know, it's like, you got to make a living. So you have to meet um, and balance. But I think, you know, for me specifically, it's like this educating and, and, you know, I have a lot of private, you know, private sessions, you know, I'm, I'm affiliated with a lot of things, including sports. It's just to like, you know, have these conversations and then kind of mentoring. And that's where the we're on, I'm on this for performance guru thing with all these like USL, MLS, and NDSL players that we do this with people and teams and organizations. Um, but I also think that it's it's in anything. Like if you can train a mindset, you can train better people. Because at the end of the day, we are athletes, sure. But and we will always be an athlete. But that's just something that we do. It's not who we are. And I think that's a struggle that people need to kind of grasp because. It's just making sure that it's going to, pe- like, push you to a good direction when you're not playing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. are you going to be able to handle the transition, period? Um, are you going to be able to – what do you take out of sport? Like, the thing that I want to give back to the kids is 
for them to tell them that like soccer taught me life like it like yeah sure like you go outside and you do all these things and you travel but like it taught me love it taught me it taught me defeat it taught me you know perseverance it taught me that even though you work really hard you still might not get what you want so it's like reaction Mm -hmm. so I think with having these conversations and either doing seminars or having uh, someone that is familiar with the process in organizations so they can like bounce things off so they just realize that they're not alone and I think that's what especially now in this in 2020 2021 you know every you, you keep hearing about depression and anxiety and and um all this st- like you know doubt and ha- a lot of it is you know yeah you see social media and social media is a, a beautiful magician like you think everyone's living the best life you know um and then same thing for like players like i i have like parents sending me videos saying like we just saw so-and-so they posted a youtube clip and like they got signed to unc at 11 and i'm like what are you talking about also why are you <laughs> why are you focused on that like i know it's you don't even know so it's like but how do you how do you train these people because you just have everyone just thinking this is the best this is the best like i had a, another parent ask me if they have to move to barcelona to get scouted and i said i don't even do <laughs> yes you have to I was like and take me with you (laughs) no I can go check it out for you first and then you know but like there's so much misguidance and no direction and I think of um we can all say the same thing and just build other people like other people have different pathways but you know psychologically can we just help people that when they do reach adversity can they handle it because I think a lot of times you know, it's like what I said, like you have the delusional one that like gets all the way here and then boom, like foundations build on sand, that house is blown away. You know, mm-hmm. you got to build that stuff on rock. So I think that's just having, you know, a liaison, you know, in organizations or, you know, just that, you know, that you can reach out and, you know, have that communication. Because at the end of the day, I think we all need to talk to somebody, you know, about yeah. something, you know, there's like something that's, that's in there that, you know, could be bothering you or you you just feel like you're alone in or you know and and especially when you're a kid too you're like oh well so-and-so did this so I should do that and it's Mm. like that's not your yeah you might not need to though you know I I think you're just bringing up a great point though that like it's to the players who are struggling right now which is majority of us it's okay to talk to someone like it's okay to talk to someone about it though, you know, like, cause we need more people like you, like doing this work and having this conversation because it's really important. And I just like, you are a great coach. Like you're in, you're inspirational. You have the energy. Like, I just, we're really happy that you're doing this work um, in this space because we all know it's like very much needed in this world right now. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely tough. I, um, I really do feel bad for the kids. I, I talked to a lot of the kids just to figure out and like different agents and just the fact that I, I don't even know what it would be like to like not have my senior year or yeah. you know, yeah. a lot of the a lot of the colleges have granted that they can stay, but like just hearing the nightmare as a coach, like at any D one, D two, D three, like they're they're like, Okay, we're we're trying to figure it out and you know, yeah. we have this like sitting period and now we gotta have to like catch up and you know, even quarantining in general, now people are, like, live streaming games on Huddle, or, you know, then now it's about, like, money, like, if they would have given you a full ride, but now they have to consider the new people coming in and stuff, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, but the the players, they don't even understand that either, so they're not going to even have a normal experience 
Um, but the one thing, like back to your point, is that it's we're not in normal times, so that's okay. It's it's really important to acknowledge that. And I think people, like I, I don't know if it's just like the American way that's like, no, it's gonna set us back. But like, it's not a normal time right now, and it's okay. Yeah. Like, we're just gonna adjust, and what do we learn from it? And then just what do we have right now, and what can we we do with the resources now? That's how you can be truly resourceful. You know, it's it's not the lack of resources, it's the lack of resourcefulness. So then, how do you? Mm do that like what can you do with your practice what you need you know and develop in those aspects you know what I mean definitely we really appreciate um you coming on and talking about this today it's all such important work and everyone needs to re-listen to this episode two to three times that's your (laughs) homework (laughs) um we hope we hope I mean we hope we see you in person at some point in the near future and we can't thank you enough for coming on today. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much for the support.